0: This is Finnegan Rowe on the Ultimate Unofficial Veggie Tales podcast, the number one fan podcast for talking to tomatoes. I know I keep changing intros, but I just love how this sounds. Gordon Gotta have too. some
1: consistency.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. You
1: gotta, a, you gotta stick with it. You gotta have an idea and you just gotta stick with
0: it. Okay, I bounce back and forth from welcome back to the Ultimate Unofficial VeggieTales podcast. I'm Finnegan Rowe. I'm here today with, you know, and then sometimes yeah. I say this is Finnegan Rowe on the Ultimate Unofficial Veggie Tales podcast here today with. You know, the number one fan podcast for Talk to Tomatoes, whatever. I go back and forth anyway. This oh. is Gord Animations. We're back with Gord Animations. We got a lot to talk about today. How are you doing, Gord?
1: We're back. I'm back. He
0: is indeed. I, my back hurts. Mine does too. <laughs> so does my neck. That's where I hold all my stress back and neck. Cricket, cricket, cricket. cricket. All right, here's the theme song. <laughs> If you love your veggies and want more to know, then I've got for you a spectacular show. We be giving the facts in this lyrical rhyme and bringing in guests quite a lot of the time. If you search for your hair, I love cheeseburgers too, then I'm happy to say we got a show for you. Yeah. First, first and foremost, what do you think of the recast? I've talked to so many people about this. I'm almost sick about, you know, kind of sick of talking about the recast. But I love hearing different opinions, so I want to hear yours.
1: Just jumping straight into it, are we? I think we are. Yeah. Um. I feel like I need there's a few things I need to say before I say my opinion. Okay. Okay. For myself, this is just to protect myself. What I'm saying right now. <laughs> uh, whenever I was a kid, you know, I absolutely loved *Adventure Tales*. I loved the show. I especially love the 90s episodes. I grew yes, up in like the, the early 2000s, late 2000s era. But for some reason, I just kept re-watching and rewatching the 90s episodes. So good. for me, the 90s era is VeggieTales. Like, especially with what I've been doing now with the characters. I've been starting to realize that uh, the 90s stuff, you know, has impacted a lot of how I view VeggieTales now more than anything else. I think I
0: think it's the best era for sure. If it's my favorite yes. era. It's nostalgic.
1: The VeggieTales show was announced and I was incredibly excited for it. Like incredibly excited. Me too. But
0: I think it fell short.
1: I don't know what else I can say, but when they announced the recast, I was somewhat apathetic.
0: <laughs> Meaning? um
1: I kind of didn't care.
0: After the VeggieTale show?
1: It's not just after the VeggieTale show. It's after just, the Netflix
0: series too, right?
1: Not even after that. I think... Basically, after the 90s era. More so, like, 2009's afterwards, VeggieTales was basically dead to me.
0: Yeah, I get you. I get you. The (laughs) VeggieTales show looked like a big revival, but not entirely. Yeah,
1: I mean, like that's why I was excited for the VeggieTales show so much, is that it seemed like it would go back to, like, the kind of thing that I would like. I mean, like, the original run of the show is just, like, such there's so much creative creativity put into it so much humor it's such a good show for sure and just like even just the thought of that kind of show coming back just excited me so much
0: yeah me too me too but i don't, but I don't also, feel like it did i don't know if it's just me
1: also whenever they announced the recast it just kind of made sense to me
0: yeah they were heading there for a while weren't they
1: I mean, yeah, just like now it was just everything that's been going on with the show.
0: So 90s Veggie, what made 90s VeggieTales so special to you? What just made 90s
1: VeggieTales so special? I mean, it was the creativity that Phil and his team had. I talked about it a bit last time, especially with like the way that they treated concept art and the way that they, you know, treated the ideas. That, seriously. Yeah. Well, kind of yes and no. <laughs> they 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 took what they were doing seriously in some aspect, but yet like so many of the ideas that come out of the concept stage, especially for something like VeggieTales, are just so insanely stupid.
0: So they took silly seriously.
1: In a sense, yeah. They're
0: very serious about being silly.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: maybe, I don't know. The reason the why I out. say yeah. all
1: this is because like the recast didn't seem as much like a blow to the series as a whole as much as it just seemed the final nail in the coffin, in a sense. I think so. I think it,
0: Sweet Pea Beauty for me was the downfall. That's just well, me.
1: There's the bankruptcy. After the bankruptcy, like so many people lost their jobs at Veggie Tales, and it's just like.
0: Every, yeah, single it, it Vegetail, every single era of VeggieTales
1: every single era of VeggieTales definitely has, like, their own distinct style of, like, writing and tone and doing animation and concept art.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. It changes so drastically.
1: Yeah, so, like, once all those people left and they got more people along, like, it just wasn't the same show.
0: No, it wasn't at all.
1: It, I mean... People say that like there's the three, especially the three that came back for the VeggieTale show is Phil, Mike, and Kurt. They're the ones who made the show. But one of the reasons why I think the, not only was the recast inevitable, but once Phil said, hey, I would like to have more control, they rejected him, is that like the show wasn't just him. It was, yes, his writing. He had a lot of the leeway of the fun, of the foundation of each story that came out of VeggieTales. But also, it was a lot of Mike's wacky ideas. It was uh, Joseph Pulich's and all of the is-concept arts. Like, Joseph Pulich's style that he got brought into VeggieTales is VeggieTales to me.
0: Very unique, yes, for sure. That, I love that guy.
1: And it's like... Something that I noticed with uh, Kurt's music is that I don't... I could be the only one feeling this, but I feel like the second that they got an orchestra involved into every single episode, the music got a bit less unique.
0: Maybe, but I think the orchestra was involved all the way from um, where it's no. kind of a scary,
1: right? No, because like uh God is bigger. That is the like Dixieland <laughs> jazz number. So what uh, just uh oh no what are we gonna do. It's literally just like three saxophones, two trumpets, two trombones. It wasn't this huge orchestra, it was like a six-piece jazz band.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true.
1: One of my favorite scores like in Veggie Tales is uh Josh and the Big Wall. I like, love so-
0: it. Yeah, there's like <laughs>
1: Uh, like so much of the score is either just like for the Israelites it's these very small ethnic uh, instruments plus like a very silly recorder and then you have the French peas motif that's literally just an accordion
0: yeah yeah and it's like
1: these very limited orchestras that are like extremely somewhat experimental I think
0: See, I have to say, I'm a huge VeggieTales fan, and I've never even thought about breaking it down this far, so I really like what you're saying here.
1: Yeah, I just like also, like, you could say the first time that they had a full orchestra was uh Larry Boy and the Fruit from Outer Space, like, they had a men's choir. That's true, that's true, but like, so much of the score in that episode is just kind of smaller ensembles, like, uh. It's Lenny's fault. I think kind of like before it's Lenny fault start, like the vibraphone. So much of the score in that episode is like very much rooted in like 50s uh, jazz. And I yeah, really that like that sense. for it. And then once the fib starts growing, it becomes an orchestra. Wow. But there's still... Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. The, another one is uh, the rumor weed. Like one of the... Most interesting textures that Kurt got out of VeggieTales was a trumpet through a, I forgot what it's called, a talk box. A trumpet through a trumpet through a talk box being backed up by a ukulele. It's one of the most unique combinations I've ever heard.
0: I'll tell you my favorite, one of my favorite pieces of VeggieTales instrumentals, because it's not the instrument you can replicate. And let me know, let me know if you know what I'm getting at here, okay? Yeah. If I can do it, it's like,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Mike Naraki just.
1: The rap in yeah. uh, Stuff Mart. Stuff check Mart it out. Mart. Check it out.
0: Yep. I love that. And I didn't know what that was. I was like, what the heck are they playing? And I listened to the commentary and I was like, no, oh, it's just Mike. That's Mike. <laughs> what the heck? He's an instrument now.
1: It's just like all these crazy ideas. I love it. That, it's just like... so
0: much wacky stuff thrown into it. Yeah. The more you and... talk about it, the more happy it makes me. <laughs>
1: like a lot of the concept art it it wasn't just phil coming up with the ideas like joseph Bullich had a lot of leeway but also like aaron hartline and dan lopez are the ones that i think of the most that had major involvement in the concept art in the early days
0: so when do you think VeggieTales was no longer in this era when did it cease to be this great
1: when they started hiring disney animators
0: so when would this be? Like, what episode around? Maybe Lyle, Jonah. Uh,
1: I hate to say it, but whenever Tim started directing,
0: you feel like, look, like, do you think Tim took away from that
1: a bit? And it pains me. I do like Tim Hodge.
0: I'm a big fan, but I'm, I it, do want to hear your perspective. Like, it,
1: it pains me to say that because Tim really like probably more than anything is the person who like pushed me most to be an artist from a third person perspective like all of his how to draw tutorials were like the favorite of mine
0: and also like
1: the episodes that he directed are the most solid like they are the most consistently entertaining they are have the most solid story they have the best cinematography the best shots some of the best animation
0: Oh, for sure. He he did a lot with three to penguins too, right?
1: But for me, a little bit of the fun is kind of lost in things like the Star of Christmas or an Easter Carol or even Little Joe. So when do you think? When do you think
0: was the last like of this era you're speaking of of the the wacky, crazy idea of VeggieTales era? When when do you think was the end of that? What was the last episode? If um, I'm, I'm sorry,
1: I'm tired. I hope I'm making myself clear. <laughs> I think it might have been Lord of the Beans. At least that's the point where, like, I can see in my mind's eye where things kind of started to get a bit less wacky.
0: I think as the episodes got longer, they got more generic. If that makes sense. Like, I don't know. Like, I love Saturday Night Fever. I love that episode. But I feel like you could have plugged any character into the place of the characters in the show and it would have worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like Once they started writing scripts that would have worked for any character, I feel like that took away a lot of the charm of what it was. Because now it's just stories with vegetables, but what makes it veggie Tales? You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if that's,
1: I think that, Lord that, of the Beans you know. is the best example of the point that I'm trying to make here. Because it was written by Phil. And a lot of it's the also, jokes yeah. that he specifically he wrote, are really funny. But then you get into a lot of the background designs and a lot of the character designs. And while, yes, they're funny in the idea that it's a vegetable dressed up like these Lord of the Rings characters, like, I don't know. They're not wacky. Yeah, they're not very wacky.
0: They did have their plunger bow and arrows, which was nice.
1: They do, but for me, that kind of seems a bit more like a, what's the term I'm looking for? A requirement,
0: yeah. That's, I just kind of like because they can't have an actual sharp, pointy weapon. Object.
1: Weapon replaced by food item or plunger. Check.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. I think that's like in every episode, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying.
1: One, one thing that I think about, especially especially after the recast, is leaf uh, leaf razor. Yeah, leaf razor. Yeah, form. you saw his. A video on Noah's Ark.
0: Uh, everything Wrong with Noah's Ark? Yeah. I, I've seen his Everything Wrong with videos, and they're very entertaining. I yeah. don't know if I watched the one for Noah's Ark. I might have. I've watched so many video videos, I couldn't tell you.
1: <laughs> well, uh, he ended that video with a kind of speech. I forget. I don't remember exactly when that video came out. I can look at it but up he, right now. Keep he going, ended that, that video with a speech, which kind of like culminated in, like, VeggieTales has kind of done its thing. Like, it's run its course. Like, VeggieTales has done all that it can do, basically. And that is something that I 100% disagree with.
0: That it's run its course? You don't think it's run its course?
1: I do not think it's run its course in any way, shape, or form. I think... I think that VeggieTales, without the original group has run its course. I think VeggieTales run by DreamWorks. I think VeggieTales run by Classic Media has run its course. I don't think Phil is done with VeggieTales. Really? Yes.
0: And what makes you say that?
1: For one thing, how desperate he is to get VeggieTales back. Well, not desperate per se, but just kind of like... Dedicated. Yeah. like You can see how much it hurt him whenever they fired him.
0: I hate that. I, I honestly heart's out to him.
1: And Like, he wrote like 12 episodes. I don't know. Probably not 12. It's a, like, compared to how many episodes there are in the show, it's a, like less than half of the episodes.
0: But He wrote a lot of the VeggieTales show.
1: He did write a lot of the VeggieTales show. I get to, uh, I might get to a bit of that in a bit, but Like, there's so much you could do with talking vegetables, telling Bible stories.
0: Oh, for sure. It's a very unique concept.
1: (laughs) Is one thing that I kind of don't like, hold on, my dog's being a bit annoying. Oh, that's fine. One thing that I kind of don't like is how much modern VeggieTales relies on quote-unquote pop culture references.
0: For real, it's like they they think that's what made them in the past and so now they
1: I mean, it kind of was what made them in the past.
0: But it's not all that made them in the past.
1: It's not what VeggieTales is, but it's kind of what made VeggieTales popular.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, that was part of it. I wouldn't say it's the number one thing even, but it's one of them.
1: Yeah, but... One thing that I really don't like is like pop culture reference for the sake of pop culture reference. And what Phil was really good at doing is making the pop culture references integral to the story.
0: Yeah, that's right. You make a whole parody in the new VeggieTales. They just mention something randomly.
1: Yeah. And there's also just like there's kind of a thing where people think that all VeggieTales was was They made uh, pop culture parodies and also some Bible stories. Like especially, you could especially see this in like the late two thousands era, where they it seemed like they just kind of made a Bible story episode because they ran out of pop culture ideas.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. I think they, I think they did narrow in a lot on those.
1: But like, the reason why those pop culture references were made in the first place were because. That's what Phil thought of whenever he was writing the script for a Bible story. Like, Rakshak and Benny is a really good example of
0: that. It is. Rakshak and Benny is one of my favorites, though. What's your favorite 90s episode, would you say?
1: Uh, Part of me wants to say Rakshak and Benny, and a reason for that is going to be very apparent. But... uh, as a kid, I like constantly watched Josh and the Big Wall, and for me, that's like Josh and the Big Wall is the VeggieTales episode. Like, it's literally both as basic as VeggieTales can get, and also as fun as VeggieTales can get. I love it. <laughs> uh,
0: I watch it religiously.
1: <laughs> it's pretty much the episode that, whenever I think back to myself as a little kid watching VeggieTales, it's like one of the only episodes that I could I see myself just like watching over and over and over again
0: oh i got you i got you that's why you have all the slushies and stuff in your animation right like whenever i watch your animations i get a i definitely get a feel for josh and the big wall especially in your weird now vegetal videos
1: oh yeah it's just the slushies well i just oh, needed slushies, a slushy yeah. bar
0: i mean it makes me think of josh and the big wall because there's just you know a lot to yeah. focus on the slushies which i think is cool yeah that's a good episode for me thinking back like it really isn't the most unique episode, but I I watched very silly songs on loop just over and over and over again.
1: Yeah. I I mean, the
0: sing alongs for some reason.
1: Lately, the Larry boy episodes have been coming up there for me. I didn't, there were, I didn't use to really care about Larry boy, which I know talking about that in the VeggieTales fandom is kind of sacrilegious. (laughs) But I think part of that is because, uh, I lost Larry Boy and the Rumor Weed, my Larry Boy and the Rumor Weed VHS as a kid and my Fib from Outer Space DVD broke. So it just like there is a huge chunk where I just didn't watch much Larry Boy.
0: Yeah, I got you. I got you.
1: But then I started rewatching them now and now I could definitely see why people say those are the best episodes in the series.
0: Oh, they're really good for sure. I'm not sure. Do you think Bad Apple kept the original charm?
1: I don't No. I think it's a good episode. Whenever I say all this, that like, just because it's not the same doesn't mean it's still not good. Like, I mean, I
0: personally like all the episodes, at least in some sense. Yeah.
1: The like the era that I grew up in, the late 2000s, early 2000s, like they're solid episodes. Yeah. But they just don't feel like VeggieTales.
0: Yeah. They don't feel like, um, they don't feel like what VeggieTales was originally. Yeah. The original conception of VeggieTales, they, they stray far from that.
1: I wouldn't say too far, but they do stray a bit far.
0: I mean, like character-wise, script-wise, not necessarily, but like humor-wise and quirkiness-wise, they they stray a bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, like Larry Boy and the Bad Apple, like they took that episode like very seriously. I might need to rewatch it, but it's like, looking back at it, it, it was just like, it was pretty, like, uh, "Bad Apple" and "Mo and the Big Exit" are two, I think, of the most serious episodes in the show.
0: I think so. I think Penniless Princess" was pretty serious too.
1: Well, the cucumber just died. Eh?
0: Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> that used to. I mean, it was just acting, but whenever I was little and I watched that, because i I grew up with, um, I grew up in the era of two thousand VeggieTales. Yeah. I, I grew up watching 90s episodes just as much as any other episode. You know, I didn't I didn't just watch what came out whenever I was born. Yeah. But one of the ones I watched still pretty young with Pinellas Princess, and I only ever watched it like once as a kid because I didn't like it. <laughs> That's been a long time, but it I does did not seem like it.
1: it would be pretty boring to a kid.
0: I mean, it was boring and then they killed off Larry. And once they killed off Larry, I was like, well, he was the only fun part of the episode. Now, it's just, mean, you know, I, I mean?
1: mean, heck, it was boring to me as
0: an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I know, for real. It's not I do like the episode in a sense, which, you know. Like you said, it's a little sacrilegious in the community. I think a lot of people would not agree with me there. I don't mind the episode. I rewatched it. and I thought it it held up, but it didn't hold up like uh, classic Tales.
1: Yeah.
0: It holds it, up as its own thing. Just like, don't hate me for this. I think the Netflix series as its own thing is pretty decent. That's just Yeah, me.
1: I think, like, as, as it's a, its especially as a kid's show, like, it's, I would like it a lot more if it didn't, like, pretend to be VeggieTales.
0: I feel you. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, if the bar for a kid's show is here... I think VeggieTales in the House was up here. Like I think the episodes were entertaining. They were fast. Song in each episode. Say what you will about the music. It wasn't always great, but sometimes it was. You know. Um, the animation was great. The characters were likable as their own thing. It just didn't feel like VeggieTales. Yeah. But it was pretty quirky.
1: It's kind of kinda quirky, kind of silly.
0: But another I don't know. thing
1: I've got about mixed,
0: mixed opinions on that one.
1: Another thing about like VeggieTales... Tales. I don't think VeggieTales has run its course. I I still think we need VeggieTales because there's a lot of things, especially in kind of uh, the most popular Christian entertainment, like in the world, they always portray Christianity not to say that like it isn't an amazing spiritual thing.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: But like there seems to be this idea that the only way to get people to God is just spectacle. Just the show. Look at all these amazing things. Do okay. you know why these happened? Because of Jesus.
0: I agree with you. And I'll say something else. And this could be controversial as well. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure what you think about this. I feel like they make a lot of Christian kid shows kind of and I'm a Christian and I, I'm saying this as a Christian. I feel like they make a lot of Christian kids show sort of cringy, maybe like, I don't know. Yeah. Like the Veggie Like Tales is really unique, special uh, humor that adults can love, kids can love. They bring people to God in a really positive way. But then you got, and I don't want to talk bad about anything, but you got Bible Man yeah. or the cat, whatever the caterpillars name is, you know, and I feel like those are kind of, um, you know bible man opened his bible and the light of the world came out and everyone you know what i mean like yeah i feel like they almost they they make like if a non-christian watched that they'd be like oh this is ridiculous but if a non-christian watched veggie tales they'd be like that's christianity that's i like it maybe i'll look into that you know what i mean am i making sense
1: like the reason why i say all this is because uh like if you have someone who's not a christian and you just try to throw spectacle in their face. They will see right through it. They don't care. Yeah. And the thing that I like really love about VeggieTales is that they have the bravery to portray the fight of David and Goliath. This amazing, like one-sided fight that the little guy won. And it's this amazing triumph that God made possible. And VeggieTales has the bravery to portray that as one of the stupidest things I've ever seen.
0: They do, but they make it so likable and so interesting.
1: Well, it's just like... Like Like
0: the sheep and the pizza and all that stuff. It's like none of that works with the story, but it makes it so much more... I mean, I don't want to say more enriched because you can't really enrich on scripture. You know, I mean... Yeah. But like, it's... I don't don't know how to say it. It's just...
1: Well, like it stands out. It really stands out. The fight scene in particular, just like portraying Goliath as this kind of like bumbling idiot boxer who punches like like David is right in front of him. And just this little muted trumpet playing in the background while David's fighting. And it just like
0: at at
1: least for me, like Veggie Tales portrays the reality that I see. Where yeah. stupid things constantly happen. But like but it all
0: leads to a, a meaningful result.
1: Yeah. It's just like Phil as a Christian has this special way of just like showing God through these very silly things. I think
0: so. I think so. I think that's I, what um that's what the franchise I, needs.
1: And I think that's like so much more impactful than say God's not dead.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. There was a showing... lot of, I've watched maybe the second one. I don't know which one. I watched one of those, and it wasn't bad, but it it didn't stand out necessarily. Yeah, I'm shocked it was Universal. If I'm being honest, I'm shocked Universal would make that.
1: Well, Phil kind of talked about in his book that like, as these companies are starting to get bigger, they just they're not starting to get more immoral. They're starting to get more amoral. We're just like, they sell Blue's Clues in one hand and MTV on the other. They don't that's care it, what they sell as long as they're selling something.
0: That's right. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, it's uh, it's messed up for sure. Remember whenever Walmart or Lyric or someone had reached out to Phil and said, we'll distribute your stuff, just take out the Bible verse? And he was like, no. Yeah. And they were like, okay, fine, we'll just distribute it as it is.
1: Well, I think like, Universal is still good on making the show Christian. On keeping the show Christian. Is them that. that.
0: yeah, for now they're doing really good and I hope that they continue to do good.
1: I like I could imagine that they would they will keep it that way forever because that's that is what the show is and also how much backlash they got for a spin-off series on TV that took out the Christianity. Well,
0: I think they know that they're not going to make any money. By taking it out, because I, I, I'm i sure they thought, okay, what if we take Christianity out of Tales? And they think, well, who's going to? Christians are not going to, they're going to boycott it if we take Christianity out of it, right? Yeah. People who aren't Christian, they're already going to be associating VeggieTales with Christianity, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's really a lose lose situation if they were to take the, the religious aspect out of VeggieTales, because that's what yeah. it is.
1: Although you did have some people complaining about VeggieTales in the house that, like, it was you had Christian, a Bible though. Verse. It was yeah. Christian. No, they were complaining that. The atheists were complaining that it had a Bible voice at, verse at the end, and they it, didn't know that it was a Christian properly. Oh, uh,
0: well then read the description.
1: <laughs> I'm not even sure. Probably, I don't think back then it said it was Christian. <laughs> Did it not? I don't know.
0: Oh, because on Netflix but right I, now it says I um, mean, Christian or faith-based Christian series or something like that.
1: It's completely possible that like they just overlooked everything and just said, mm kooky, crazy talking vegetables. I will put this in front of my children.
0: That's true. That's true. But even then, I don't think that's a bad thing, you know. <laughs> like if if someone saw it and they don't agree with what's in it, the thing that's in it is a is a good thing. Yeah. You know. So, but I, I guess I do kind of need to put that in the description so people can at least know. Yeah. I've seen so many articles online of atheists saying like, "I hate veggie tales and here's why. And I'm thinking, well, I respect that but it's targeted towards christians and you you know right like you don't really need to go online tell us how much you hate it it's not targeted towards you right
1: another thing that i really like about veggie tales is that like a lot of like atheists just uh think that every single christian property is just trying to proselytize just every single one of them is just trying to proselytize but veggie tales is just like it's kind of just preaching to the choir like the show works on the basis that it assumes that you are already Christian.
0: And even if you're not, I feel like there are a lot of people who still enjoy it who aren't Christian.
1: There, like there are definitely a, a lot of people who aren't Christian that enjoy VeggieTales.
0: And I think that's wonderful. And honestly, I think that's what makes VeggieTales so great is the fact that it's a Christian series that non-Christians can enjoy. Yeah. What not? What, can you think of any non-Christian who's going to watch Bible Man?
1: I mean, so, so much of what makes VeggieTales work is that it's just... Like a lot of Phil's ex- self expression. That's how, that's kind of just how he sees the world. And that's how he expresses himself is through these silly vegetables.
0: I think VeggieTales hit on a heart level rather than a head level, you know? Yeah. On a, on a speak to your heart rather than speak to your head. They kind of, they put things in that you can't help but like versus other shows who just put, like you said, the spectacle. Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? It's either they, it's, it's usually both they put spectacle in there and then they just start quoting Bible verses.
0: Very true. Very right. true. We got to wrap this up uh, somewhat because I have a another interview coming up here this evening. Actually, a, a few more, but I wanted to talk about your upcoming project. Sorry to cut this discussion short, but I know yes, you yes, got some, yes. some stuff you're working on. You want to tease at it yes, just yes, a little yes, bit yes, here? Yes. And then let us know yes, what's yes, up.
1: Yes, 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 yes. I'm very excited for this.
0: All right. Let us know um, what's up.
1: I'm very happy with how this is turning out. I'm very excited. I got a small team. It's slowly growing. I'm start- starting to try to get more people involved, but we're going to reanimate Rackshack and Benny.
0: The entire episode?
1: The entire episode and a little bit more. With the audio? With the original vocals. I'm planning on redoing all the wow. score.
0: That's exciting. Yes. This, is it like a collaboration, or is it all gonna look like the same animation?
1: I mean, like I mean, technic-
0: like sorry, go ahead.
1: It's technically a collab, but like we're we're kind of treating it like an actual producing production. I'm kind of like treating myself as a director, and then I have uh, Drew Andrew Lyon. He's been my like main concept artist besides me, <laughs> but like. He's been doing a lot of the costume designs. I've been doing mostly background designs. 321Blender uh, has also been doing some designs. And um, I'm planning on getting him as an animation director. And you guys... Also, sorry, go ahead. He's also uh, directing Dance of the Cucumber.
0: Nice. And didn't yes. you guys team up and make something that's coming out soon? Some beach yes. things?
1: Uh, me and 321Blender are doing an Elvis song together.
0: Awesome. How, how close is that to being done?
1: Literally, all I need is color correction. Nice. Like I just need to do the color correction but like a lot of why this has been taking so long is because of Rack Shack and Benny.
0: And will this be coming out on his channel or your channel? I'm not sure if we decided
1: that yet. I think it's going to come out on his channel. It was like it was mostly his idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're just helping him with it. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so Rack Shack and Benny reanimated. Is this going to be like the Spongebob movie rehydrated, like with all the different shots that all look different, or are you aiming for... um...
1: No, we're we're definitely gonna try to do something a lot more cohesive. I've been doing storyboards, so is uh, SDA Storyteller. He's been doing a few storyboards.
0: Okay, so it's not gonna be the same shots as the original one? You're not animating it shot by shot?
1: It's not. See, whenever I first thought of doing this project, I thought of just doing, you know, the original episode, but just like a new coat of paint, maybe redo a few models. But then the more and more I got into it, I started to realize that I have a lot of my own flavor that I want to put into it. So we're basically redesigning everything.
0: All right. All right. That's exciting. And I'm uh, just curious, is there any way I could help you with this or be involved? If not, if you're already in the production pipeline, that's fine. But is there any way I could get involved with this project?
1: I mean, there's...
0: Totally up to you. Just curious, like a like, storyboard's storyboard voice is anything.
1: I feel like I could, like, get this a lot. But the thing is, is that, like, because this is such a big project, it's incredibly unstable, I would say. But also, I need a lot of help. So there's kind of this weird balance that I have to go through, which trying to get a team big enough to get this finished by the deadline that I want, and trying not to make the team too unwieldy I mean okay. I I have like everybody everybody who I have in mind like I'm gonna try to start asking, but like I every once in a while I'll reach out to a few people to do a few odd job, oddball jobs.
0: I got you. I got you. Yeah. Just so, know I'm I'm open for any projects you ever want to work on, just let me know. I would be thrilled to be part of them. Just just know right. I'm open to any projects ever.
1: I mean, that's good to hear. I I mean, if I think of something, I'll definitely go towards you.
0: All right, let me know. Let me know. I'm not great with Blender so far, which I know is a drawback, but I can do a lot of... Do um... you ever watch my two-dimensional animations? Have you seen any of those?
1: Yes, I do. I I very much enjoy them.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You saw the staring song? hmm Good, good. Yes, that's uh, that's my style there. But sounds like an exciting project. I'm really looking forward to seeing this.
1: Oh, uh, I swallowed some water here weird oh. <laughs> i yes it's been very exciting very, very excited
0: more... i'm glad we're able like, to tease yeah, it a I sh- little bit yes and I gotta... the show you showed me something special which we won't show on the podcast but
1: but it should be out by the time this comes out
0: yeah so i'm recording yes. this on june 18th 2022 yeah it's coming out tomorrow is it or the next day I...
1: something like that uh, it should be i mean i'm pretty much almost done with it but it's just like it's just a little teaser trailer well, just a little teaser trailer.
0: I'm psyched. I'm psyched about it. I really am. I'm gonna back up the trailer for myself, and I won't share it or anything. Very excited to see it on your channel.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited. Like every single, every single piece of like concept art or modeling that uh three, two, one, blitter and Andrew have done. Like, it, I just have like just completely makes my day. Like I've been loving everything that comes out. It looks so good. I can't wait for this to get finished and you all to see it.
0: I can't wait either. Now, are you guys concerned about... I know I talk about this all the time. Definitely not obsessed. (laughs) Are you concerned about copyright? It getting blocked? or Because you're using all the audio. Do you think Universal's going to crack down on that or what?
1: I mean, they could. It is in their legal right to. But I I don't know. I'm very much... uh, Ask forgiveness argue. rather than permission kind of person. <laughs> and, like, if they take it down, I don't know what I'm going to do.
0: Put it back up with no audio, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think you could argue fair use. You're not doing this for profit, right?
1: I mean, profit isn't really a factor in it.
0: Yeah, so it's like you're, you're, you and the crew are not making money off of the job.
1: The, the thing is, is that, like, the worst thing that can happen Like even if the copyright system wasn't there, the worst thing that can happen is that you get a cease and desist. Like they legally, they legally have to send you a cease and desist before they sue you.
0: Exactly. All the stuff about like jail time and whatnot, like they'll stress you out big time telling you don't that's not a thing. That's only if you're like big time pirating movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll they'll freak you out to death about stuff like that. But it's but you it's ridiculous. Better
1: comply to that season business. Oh,
0: for sure, you're gonna to get to big time. <laughs> Have you ever gotten anything like that?
1: Uh, I mean, just claims on YouTube, and yeah, like cl- all claims. of them are Weed Owl, which like he's extremely le- lenient on his stuff. Yeah. Like he has an entire section on his website that like uh is fan fan made videos to his songs. Well, that's nice. Like, are you in there? I'm not. Oh, I think be. I, well, I think I know the reason why, because like, well, yeah, Weird Al and his team are like very on the finger with like their fan stuff. Like if you are at least slightly popular in the Weird Al community, like if you go to one of his concerts, he will recognize you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like they're very good on that. And like, I could imagine that Weird Al might be trying to avoid VeggieTales in some way because it's Christian and he doesn't like, he's very good at like stepping on eggshells and things like that. That's true,
0: that's true, I get that.
1: I mean, I completely understand. The only reference to VeggieTales and Weird Al that I could find is just this really compressed, really small piece of fan art. I think it was made in the nineties of uh, Larry as Weird Al on his website.
0: Is it on his website? Yes. Oh, that's cool. But
1: I think the caption is, uh, this artist yeah. renders an idea that will stand the test of time. What if Weird Al's band were a bunch of vegetables?
0: <laughs> I looked that up. I don't see it, but i have to go through his website and find it. That's pretty cool.
1: As the only reference to VeggieTales and Weird Al, I can see officially acknowledged.
0: Well, and then VeggieTales has referenced Weird Al, or at least the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Mike got real inspired by that, which is cool. Well, I mean, as far as your project goes though, with Rack, Jack and Benny.
1: Yeah. Can't wait yeah. to see
0: that. Absolutely psyched. Honestly. Yeah. You, you like, know, you even... know. Like, I don't think it's illegal. Like when I make my fan animations, I say, I'm not making money. I'm not taking their money. Like, I know you're not worried. I'm just saying in general, for fans listening to this who are thinking, like, wait, is it illegal for me to use the audit? You know, what I, mean? I don't want people to worry about it. I'm just saying, like, in general, as long oh, as yeah as long as it's transformative nonprofit and you let YouTube deal with their copyright system, it's, you're not gonna, there's not a problem, you know?
1: There's not, yeah, there's not like, you're not going to go to jail. And you, as long as you comply, you're not going to go, you're not going to get sued.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I know you're not worried. I'm just saying fans listening. I don't want them to, because I've talked to people in the past who have been worried about it. Yeah. And I'm just making sure everyone listening knows like this isn't like some, it's not a crime to make a VeggieTales fan animation. You know what I mean?
1: really as long as you complain, the worst that can happen is just like a, a little smack on the wrist
0: yeah as long as if you get a cease and assist you stop as long as you do your best to keep it fair use because i did read something online that said a big factor of copyright is the intention of the work yeah if you've ever read that so it's like as long as your intention is to keep it fair use you're not trying to steal profit uh if you're questioning it you should keep it on youtube and let youtube run their copyright laws through it you know but I wouldn't say it's illegal. I just, just for fans making animations, because like I said, I've talked to people in the past who are a little freaked out about it. So,
1: yeah, I can see why.
0: Yeah, because you know some of, some of those advice videos you look for on YouTube aren't really very helpful. <laughs> They'll tell you some horrifying stuff and get you all freaked out. It freaked me out for a long time. So, just for fans listening, that you sell fan content, go for it. Actually, there's
1: this 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 really good video on a channel called Tom Scott. About the YouTube copyright system. And I think you all should check it out and also right. check out a lot of his other videos because I really like them.
0: I'll check him out. Tom Scott. Scott. Tom Scott. Okay, I'll, I'll check him out. That's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Okay, well, looking forward to your fan project. I love what you showed me for the show. Y'all keep an eye out on Gordon Animation's channel for this little surprise teaser thing coming out. Super cool, thing. super cool. Super cool. Super oh, cool. Super cool. Super cool. Love talking to you. Come back anytime. I'd love to bring on a group discussion sometime if you're interested. That's totally up to you. But you can come back one-on-one sometime too if you want. Up All to right. you. Love talking to you. Your channel stands out so well in the VeggieTales community. Absolutely amazing. All right, well, <laughs> great sure talking to you, you as always, said. man. You're so much right. fun to talk to. It's amazing how much you know about this topic. Like I'm a VeggieTales fan for sure. I never even thought about diving into it as deep as you have. Like I have it somewhat, but not to the extent that you have. Very thank impressive. You. you know a lot about it. Like, thank you. If I was looking for VeggieTales facts, I'd be coming to you.
1: Thank you. I I don't take compliments very well, so I'm just like going no, in here. No, but
0: thank I'm you. serious. you're fine. But I'm I'm serious, so I don't just I don't say that to anyone. You know what you're talking about. Super cool. Thank you. This has been Finning in a row on the ultimate unofficial VeggieTales podcast with the amazing Gourd animations signing out, and I will see you all next time. Peace. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: Thanks for coming.